0: My
1: career, it's over now. I should have never came at Drake like that. Meek Mill.
0: Are you done? Oh, hey Selena. Are you done?
1: I have a beef with Drake.
0: I don't care. I had the perfect comeback line. Say my name.
1: (laughs) Say my name then.
0: (laughs) Anyway, welcome back guys. This is Let Your Voice Be Heard right here on WHCR. 90.3
1: FM, The Voice of Harlem. Can you
0: pick that up for me? I got you. Thank you. All right guys, so we just had a very spirited conversation about why... Cecil the lion matters, and why Jason has taken a vow to go kill some lions. <laughs> after that, <laughs> you said <laughs> something. You gonna, kill something. You're gonna <laughs> get
1: something? <Kill>. Right. <laughs> Illuminati's listening. <laughs> all right,
0: all right, guys. So should we wrapped it up, but um, you get even though we were being very, you know satirical at times you get the point that we were trying to get um bring uh, an address uh, so now we are going to introduce two very special guests who we have in studio with us um as i mentioned at the beginning of the show we're having the dreamer and series that is a monthly original series that we do here on let your voice be heard where we spotlight inspirational millennials who are doing great things in the community in their lives and helping to empower others and i'm going to give them a chance to introduce themselves but let me just say we have two like i said two black women who i was just so excited about the founders of black solidarity the black solidarity project we have lauren and londay uh, please introduce yourselves hey,
2: hey.
0: guys <laughs> <laughs> um well I will say first that um, Londa and
2: I have worked together in the past. And you're Lauren. I'm Lauren. Sorry, I'm Lauren. um, And Londa and I have worked together in the past on various projects. And we thought we'd come together and kind of do something to kind of, you know, echo the concerns of the need for black solidarity. But more important, like economic um, activism and political activism in lieu of just all the things that's been going on. Um, And so, yeah, so we we did a project. um, It was a film project highlighting other activists and just um great people business in the owners, business owners mm. and, and such yeah. um and we also do a radio show as well mm. um every sunday at 2 30 oh um, bbox oh, oh okay <laughs> oh all right 2 30
1: you have to make sure you wasn't we might no, have to cut your mic off. You. all right all right
0: <laughs> all right guys so you could go right from our show and then listen exactly. to that show exactly yeah. exactly right. sure <laughs> all right guys so we have lauren goodwin Lande Youssef, um, you guys, thank you for giving that brief um, yeah, you know, explanation no about how you guys came about and you formed the Black Solidarity Project. I was actually introduced to it a few months ago. There was a web series screening and I had a chance to watch some of your videos uh, with the Black Solidarity Project. Can you tell our listeners what the Black Solidarity Project is and what it stands for?
3: Sure. It's a, basically an initiative that's meant to bridge the gaps in the black community community through like political and economic you know connections so the reason why we made these videos is to highlight different businesses and figureheads in the community and and have them talk about why they need solidarity so it kind of bridge again bridges everyone together so we had like someone who owns a food co-op and the, and he explained the importance of black people supporting that kind of business. We had someone who was an artist and he talked about the importance of like building the community through art and again, bringing black people together. So we wanted to take more of like a proactive stance on the, I guess, the recent struggles that we're experiencing mm-hmm. rather than a reactive stance. Um, I think that's something that Lauren and I responded to about this that made us push forward with it. Um, because i you know we we protested we walked we did all of those things but afterwards we were just like okay and then what
2: mm. and, uh, and to be even more specific we kept it specifically to NYC so you know Omer he was the guy who, who has the, um, the co-op for food he talked about the food deserts in, in New York City how you can go blocks and blocks and blocks and you yes. have no access to fresh food or organic especially food. in low
3: income areas
2: exactly so the people that we're highlighting are people that you can actually connect with in NYC it's not like you know the virtual you know like world or you know what I'm saying Right. They, you can't like reach out and touch and that's the right. other thing it's, that we want to facilitate 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 is community, both in the sense of, you know, you're watching it in video, but you actually can engage this person outside of this kind of virtual world, if you you will. Right.
3: Like, we want more of a tangible experience.
0: Right. So, from my understanding, what you guys are doing is you're producing short videos interviewing other dynamic people who are doing great things in the black community and um, you're telling their stories through like these documentary-like videos yeah. um, and, and also through photography and it's all in the Black Solidarity Project it's all about empowering um, and just putting emphasis on the importance of black solidarity empowering the black community um, when it comes to the economical level and also the political level, right? Mm-hmm. So that is so commendable and I also wanted to, you know, really highlight You got your background because I read both of you guys' um bios, and you guys were already doing phenomenal things before you you took on this um this project. And you know, I'll start with you, Lande, because it says that you've been working in television for years and you've been working um casting at a number of networks like MTV, NBC, Bravo. Um, and you've also did now, did you found? one scribe media yes it's my company that, and you also you have your own company as well pursuing entrepreneurship and um you also mentor and you're doing all of this stuff so let's st- Stanley. Yeah. I my,
1: can i get a little bit hip-hop
0: oh my god i knew he was gonna say something but crazy like, i knew he was gonna say something crazy
1: i could rap okay <laughs> all right you ready but i don't work on that show but like you like you you know you have a tv right <laughs> so you have connections
0: all right. I'm just trying to
1: get shows out here. I'm, okay? not,
0: I'm not going to call. If you raise your hand again, I'm not going to call I'll
1: just talk over you. Anyway, Duh. and then I'll turn your mic off. I control <laughs> the boards. I
0: know. I hate you. Real talk. All right. So, okay. So, Lande, you've been doing all of this stuff in, um, in television. Let's talk about... You know some of your, your background because you already were working and do work in media, mm-hmm. founded your own company, then started mentoring and then you know you came about and you started to do the Black Solidarity Project. Um, how did you really come to that space? Because I feel like especially when it comes to black professionals or just professionals in general, once you make it and you reach that status, sometimes it's hard to really reach back and uplift of other course. people. Because the thing is, especially if, if you're black or brown, you have all these stigmas against you and then it's so hard for you to make money for you to make it for you to reach that level of quote unquote success but you know to do that (laughs) and to then reach back you know how how did that work for you how did that happen
3: um I think that sensibility was always there for me I mean the main reason why I pursued media was because I felt like okay well black people and young people in particular don't really have like they were we're marginalized marginalized group and I wanted to contribute to bringing those feelings to the forefront, you know, through creating content and programming. So right now I'm just in the phase of my career where I'm like using utilizing all these companies and opportunities as stepping stones to do, you know, what I really want to do, to pursue my baby, I guess you could say. Um and you know, right now I actually decided, you know what? I'm just going to write a script and see how that goes. So that that now that I have my professional experience, mm-hmm. I know that it'll give me some I hate to say, it, cachet. Yeah, I mean, let's face it, people don't respond to someone without credits, you know, um, if, if I use those opportunities to kind of leverage, you know, my pro- passion projects and the things that I really want to do, it'll get me there quicker, a lot quicker.
0: Right. And now with you, Lauren, so you've been working as a digital marketing professional. You work for a number of luxury brands, mm-hmm. um, working on their social media campaigns, on their digital advertising. Um, and you've also worked at... Um, I know you also worked at some media too at NBC Universal, right? Like, when I
2: first when I first started, yes.
0: So, and like, what did you produce or do there?
2: Um, well, I was working on the More You Know campaign at NBC. Um, it was a you know community platform, so it was mostly PSAs. Uh, back when there was Saturday morning cartoons, I would be <laughs> scheduling the the PSAs. Um, but I would kind of say that's kind of started my awareness of just the importance of community and, and messaging. Um, and media, and then merging that with just kind of digital marketing and just general branding. And so that's kind of my uh, skill set that I'm bringing to the project um, is kind of branding um, black businesses or just branding, you know, the need for us to kind of connect. I always say that I feel like black people sometimes has a branding issue. Mm-hmm. We always we always project it in a, in a negative light sometimes or stereotypic light sometimes. And so it was always good to just kind of, you know, show another another side, another characteristic of just the diverse people that we are, you know? So. And I think that's
3: the point too, you know, like you go to court, it shouldn't be, Oh, I got a job in corporate America and that's where it ends. You know, the point is for you to gain access so you could take it back to your community. I think a lot of, you know, black professionals are kind of, again, that gap is there, mm-hmm. you know, there's a disconnect. Cause it's like, Oh, you know, y'all, you know, people from the hood, I'm good on that. You know, mm. I-, I came up, I'm, I'm, I'm all right. You know, whereas we could say, okay. You have this skill or sensibility. I have this skill and sensibility. How can we kind of use each other so that we can both benefit?
0: Um, so, Lauren, how did you two actually connect? I mean, you know, you seem very like-minded and you're producing this great project. How did that, how did you two meet and decide on this?
2: We it? Um, both were volunteering under uh, Russell Simmons' umbrella, um, uh, what was it, hip-hop? Yeah, hip hop summit. Summit. Yeah. Ooh, cool. So we already were kind of connected through like media and, and community. Um, and then since there, we just kind of pursued some of our own independent projects and kind right. of stayed in contact since then. Um, I
3: think we're business kindred
2: spirits. Yeah, <laughs> because it's it's whole thing. Like you, you can have a passion and, and want to be community involved, but it's also you have to be kind of business savvy and, yes. and have an understanding of. How what are you doing? How are you going to make it unique? How are people going to respond to it? You don't want just extra noise just out there f- for the sake of noise and no one's really engaging. So, yeah, like it, oh, it still has to have the
3: basic components of business, even though it's a community focused project. Mm.
0: Right. No, that, that's very true, because yeah. you want to be able to sustain and have it become right, self-sustaining right. itself. Um, can we talk about some, um, uh, you know, the videos, the projects and exactly what blacks, the Black Solidarity Project does produce? Like, let's let's just talk about, you know, it as a whole and just get more into the details of it.
3: Sure. I mean, I think what we produce, we we highlight and document existing things. So it's not like we're creating like a new idea. We're saying, okay, people like people didn't know about that food co-op. So we packaged it, you know, like that guy could use it to market his business, quite frankly, You know, and I mean, the point that we were trying to highlight is, okay. this exists in our community and this is a great way for us to build solidarity. So we always keep those things in mind whenever we select someone to interview. Um, And I think collectively that project, again, is supposed to bridge the gap that I think that's the main agenda for these videos so it's gonna be like a series of videos web videos um, we feel like visual elements you know are, are something that people respond to better um, and it'll be just numerous clips that people can check out and say okay well what business did they highlight what activists did they highlight what initiative did they highlight that again connects to bridging the gap in the black community
2: and we've also covered people in various industries so we first started kind of with arts with um, Danny Simmons who is a you know well-known artist with in the Brooklyn community. Um, we also did a, a video with uh, Ash Cash. He's a financial advisor. So, kind of, you know, talking about the, the, the need to mind your money and put it back in the community.
1: He's outside right now, actually. <laughs> oh, <laughs> He'll cool. be on next. Right. So,
2: we did art, we did finance, and we were talking about kind of the, the food and, and kind of farming industry. So, that was with Omar and the co op. Um, and, you know, how accessible it is, you know, highlighting that only for what, like $15, $20 a right. month, you can get fresh food. That's crazy. I'm talking about Corbin Hill? Um, no, um goodness. It's is Long it. Life Unity Co. Oh,
1: yeah, it's in Brooklyn. It's in oh, Brooklyn. Br- we have one like that in Harlem called Corbin Hill where you can get like food like that too. Great. That's That'll awesome. be
2: another th- great good to know. That'll yeah. be something you else. Know what I we do talk offline. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> right. Um, right. and, and then we, we highlighted an um an, an activist yes. as well. Um, Justice Jester. Right. And she was kind of explaining, you know, kind of why she's been doing it and, and the importance. Um and so we're trying to highlight different topics, if you will, so people can really be you know, well, can get an understanding of you know the importance of of everything. Just it's, not like, one a, focus. it's like a it's U- like a YouTube yellow pages, mm,
1: oh,
0: okay. right, right, right.
1: <laughs> so we're not gonna do me because I do stuff in the community too. Like, I mean, come on, I buy my Hennessy from the community and I ride my bike in the community as well. So
2: Stanley doesn't even than that. or even better, we can not only highlight you but you also can come on our radio show.
1: Yes, okay. You sure? Because you know, I turn it up real quick. Can you curse <laughs> I know here, he's so? a troublemaker. We, we, we do, yes, we do.
0: I,
2: oh,
1: we <laughs> We're can curse. Oh, I'm gonna have to leave. Let your what be heard. Oh,
0: oh, oh my God! Look at that. So crazy. This. On oh God. Show. Um, so you know, speaking of solidarity, um, you know, I, I put emphasis on the fact that you are two young black women because, frankly, I don't see a lot of black women coming together and you know doing anything like whether it be a business or community activism. You really see, from my experiences, you know, us coming together. To work together to do certain things, and I wanted to say that you know that's something that I definitely commend you guys. What do you guys think about that? Do you have a different uh, outlook on it? Do you see other like a lot of other young black women working together, or do you think that it was something something that doesn't happen enough?
3: Um, I think it happens, but within like different factions. So like you know like educated black women over here you know women who are more working class blue collar background over here i feel like those different groups kind of band together and do things together but i don't think we all have like a comprehensive understanding of one another no
0: Mm. i don't now
2: i was going to say if if i see working together it'll be in regards to maybe like beauty or Mm. fashion yes and we were over
3: it we were like no more (laughs) shea butter
2: (laughs) (laughs) and like no disrespect like the you know, I've seen very successful platforms that I follow and uh, that I enjoy, but you know, we wanted to kind of highlight or do something different. So that's why we haven't really touched on kind of beauty or hair products mm. thus far, just because mm. we feel like that has it's saturated, saturated,
0: that's
3: saturated
2: that's and covered it's very well. You know, but it's kind of covered to, to a certain extent. Yeah, so. I should cover
1: Selena. No, she has a talk show, and it's like the viewable women of color. Okay. there you go Sleep. yes I saw at
2: like,
0: the connects right, right. right that's right, where right, right. I met we, Selena yes that's exactly where we met thank Same you for that plugs. Stanley
3: I a, and I think the reason why we approach it this way is because Lauren and I personally have a philosophy that economic and political power is what is going to help black people mm. in long in, mm. in the long term you know and that's why I was saying before like even though it's great to have, like, that reactive stance, like, if there's police brutality, we should protest. We should have watchdog journalism. We should speak out against it. But what are we also doing in conjunction with that to prepare ourselves for, you know, that next level? And, you know, I mean, I'm not saying that we are, like, the answer, but if we can contribute to the answer in some way, I think, you know, it's productive. And
2: just to get people to start thinking in a a different way, maybe, that they haven't before. Again, you know, our project, we're kind of just starting and as we kind of um, explore and, and highlight and, and discover these things. We want people to come on the journey with us and yes. that's kind of what it is. Um, we're not saying we're the experts but it's like right. come with us and find these things that are in our community and, and you know support them like we're trying to support them as well.
0: Speaking of your journey where do you guys see yourselves let's say in 5 to 10 years from now when it comes to the Black Solidarity Project because you're doing so much wow. with you know for the community with this project. Um, and what do you guys dream to do with this project, you know, on a long-term basis?
2: I would like to see it where, you know, you have various, like, apps out right now, but I won't say that they're necessarily the best. But I would love, like, a one-stop resource where you can really see, like, all black businesses, especially within New York City. and and. And all of us have, like, good customer service and a web presence, all those other things that, you know, other successful businesses have. We support and and help our black businesses to have that. Um, Ideally, I would love to be in an environment that's like the black Wall Street or I would at least like to help contribute to that. Um, And that's kind of where I would yeah like to be in, like, five years. I was going to
3: say the same exact thing. Like, I really would love to. To corral different groups of black people like, okay, you're good with finance. You're good with like legal stuff. Let's you know, you guys want to start a business or buy some property. You know, our organization can help you do that.
0: Right. Right, guys. Thank you. Unfortunately, we do have to wrap it up. But no I want to thank you so much for stopping by. Let your voice be heard. And talking about the Black Solidarity Project. You women are doing phenomenal things. And I hope that it can be an inspiration to us all that, you know, if you have this some some type of idea and you are you do feel motivated to give back in some type of way. um, a lot of times we can find other like-minded individuals partner with them and just go forward and just start doing it and i think that when we start like this trend maybe we'll see more people starting to do it too because they said like okay you know what i can do that too i can have my own business and it doesn't have to be necessarily in beauty or hair care or something like that but you know i want to give back in another type of way and you guys are that living example for that so again thank you for coming by um and what time is your show just so you plug it It's not high. 11.30. It's not, it's, not,
2: 11. it's not 11.30 at all. all it's, right. at, it's at 2.30. I'm on Sundays. You can listen at uh, bboxradio.com.
0: In Brooklyn, right? Yeah, yes. In Brooklyn. All there right. Dumbo, Brooklyn. Thank right, you guys. for having yes, us. So and make you. sure
1: you follow my natural hair blog, guys. I do it every, <laughs> every Tuesday. Oh, all my God. God.
0: All right, Stanley. So, right. we're wrapping it up here, guys. Thanks so much for hanging out with us this Sunday. We'll be back next Sunday, and you can definitely check us out on iTunes, LYVBH Radio. We're on Stitcher.
1: And iHeartRadio.
0: And how do they find us on there? Just
1: go to iHeartRadio and type in Let Your Voice Be Heard.
0: All right. Just type it in, and we'll you'll see us pop up.
1: And also, guys, this is the Black, Nation- Black Woman National Anthem. I hope you guys enjoy this song. This is Let Your Voice Be Heard.